Welcome to the Let's Talk Autism podcast. I'm Michelle Davey. And I'm Christelle. And it's Monday the 29th of March. The start of World Autism Awareness Week. And this is the Let's Talk Autism podcast marathon. This week, as part of the National Autistic Society's Super 7 Challenge, we will be recording seven podcasts a day for the seven days of World Autism Awareness Week. That's 49 podcasts in a week. It sure is. We better get on with it, Christelle. Let's go. Roll tiles. And now welcoming on to the Let's Talk Autism Marathon podcast marathon. Not running. We're not running. Um, we have got Kelly. And Kelly, hello. Hello. I was just going to do some heavy breathing like I was on a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, it's all relaxed and chilled here. Oh, different, there's yeah. no running, there's no, you know, black toenails or anything going on. That's oh, what happens. Christelle, yeah. trust me, we've just been yeah. signed up for a half marathon. Christelle, your toenails <laughs> will turn black and fall off. It's disgusting. Yeah. But Kelly, you was in. Enough about my black toenails. Kelly, last time you was on, <laughs> you was telling us about your role. You're a Senko, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you, your son was just going through diagnosis. So we're just time? we're on the final hurdle. Oh, wow, the final hurdle. And I've actually got actually I've got additional news. So my daughter, I've got my son is eight, so he's on his journey for an ADHD diagnosis. My daughter's twenty, and at uni, and she's just referred herself for an autism diagnosis. Oh wow! So tell us a little bit about that then. Yeah, no, it's really interesting actually. So she's always been a bit of a quirky one, and one of these very stereotypical girl in public. Everybody loves her. She's well behaved, polite, sociable. Get home, dreadful, really challenging, and no one ever believed that this child on the outside, in you know, in public, could this could be the same child because so so different and almost. We joked within the family. I used to say, well, even it's, you know, you're autistic, I used to say, <laughs> which is a terrible joke. But it was, it, she was very aware of it as well. And I'd say, just, you need to go and take some time out. You need to just decompress. You just need to take your time. And then she'd be fine. And anyway, she's gone off to uni and she's up in Glasgow. So she's quite a long way away. And the lockdown has really been not able to take away take herself away sorry and have that time to decompress she's really noticing the struggle and I think she's managed it really well for 20 years and this is the first time and so she's I said well if you wanted to explore that that's you know that's up to you so she's she's gone and she's gone through a first assessment I've had to complete some questionnaires all about her kind of younger development and how she's been how she was as a child and there were so many I mean there's so many flags about clothes I, I stopped buying her clothes when she was two because nothing I bought she would wear because she'd complain that it was really uncomfortable or it, she didn't like it. Um, and she'd like, you know, she, we found a pair of leggings that she liked. So I'd buy seven pairs of leggings and, you know, different colours. And then she'd have this little dress that she liked and I'd buy the same dress. So there was all these little flags all the way through, which is, I think we all kind of knew, but she just functioned really well. She, you know, there was no issues at school. I don't think anyone would have ever believed me, but I think because it's coming from her now. Yeah, so it's really interesting. So it's a bit of a, oh yeah, I'm quite proud of her actually. Yeah. That she's, yeah. she's wanting to do that. And I think I've been reading lots and lots about adults getting a diagnosis and, and yeah. how that 
can make such a difference to them mm-hmm. and their understanding yeah. of themselves and their difficulties. Yeah. I kind of feel yeah. like we, we've we almost diagnosed within our family and, and kind of managed it in a way. Did you always have have that suspicion, Kelly? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, she'd do things. Uh, yeah, just, she's just a bit quirky and quite difficult and quite challenging at a home. She just, pres- and she was almost like a Jekyll and Hyde. At, out in public, no problems. I mean, really sociable. She was a swimming coach. She swam. She was coaching the seniors as adult, you know, co- coaching adult swimming. She's, you know, this, I think the signs were that for her A level, she did chemistry, biology, physics, and maths. I think that was a massive, <laughs> massive fun. I really struggled with English, really struggled with English. But when I say struggled, she was academically, she did well, but found English quite challenging because it's not black and white. She liked yeah. a right and a wrong answer. Right. Um, yeah, no, well, really, yeah. So we've been on a bit of a journey. Yeah, it sounds like it. And we are hearing more about adults getting diagnosed with autism obviously Mm. at a later age and we're hearing more about girls with autism as well and we've heard that girls can mask it you know a lot better than boys can but apart from you being supermum you are also (laughs) an SEN officer aren't you so do you know what and it's really helping me to kind Mm. of identify those girls in school yeah And, and I think and, and also the ADHD as well, just not noticing those that aren't presenting in the stereotypical ways. So there is the, you know, the obvious ways that everybody, you know, and lots of teachers say, oh, we definitely got ADHD. But there are actually ones I'm like, do you know what? Mm. I know that they're managing, but there are definitely some struggles there and there's definitely stuff going on. Mm. And, you know, the, we've got a little girl in year one who was doing exactly what my daughter did. Um, and I've noticed with her, with her mum and the challenges her mum is having and just watching the little rituals when they have to leave home and she's doing, it's really interesting. And I, I've yeah. started to sort of um, kind of talk to the parents a bit more and, and, and yes, it's opened my eyes in a different way as well. So I think mm. that's, yeah, it's helping me do my job better. Thank you so much, Kelly, for sharing that with us about your daughter's journey for her diagnosis. And we really hope that you'll come back and tell us more about that once she has her diagnosis. We're going to have a little break now because I know that you want to talk to us about EHCPs. So we are going to end this episode here and go and talk about EHCPs. <music> Oh, 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 oh,